Disney Vacation Club. Puts a smile to my face just hearing it. Your home away from home. That's right. All that and more on this episode of My Disney Addiction Podcast. Oh yeah. All right. Oh man, Greg. Chris, welcome. We are, we are back. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the big blue house. Door is open. Come on in. So let's begin. I'm your Disney detective, or in this episode's case, the bear in the big blue house. And then I have uh, my co-host, co-host, <laughs> co-host who's a. Uh, either thinking about strangling me or walking away from his pockets forever. I am Chris, your number one ghost host, and I am wearing right. my shirt that says, Welcome Foolish Mortals. I think that's sort of, uh, that's what you think I am. I'm a foolish mortal. Right? You are, you are. Very foolish mortal. But hey, I deliver great pizza. Pizza Planet, that's my t-shirt. Great up? pizza. Rip Pizza Planet, the actual restaurant from Disney Hollywood Studios. I miss you. Even though you serve the, like, even though Pizza Rizzo serves the, the exact same kind of pizza, um, it's just the theming, you know? Mm. Pizza Planet. It was meant to be an actual legit restaurant. Yeah, it should have been. Should have been. Wasn't planned for Toy Story Land, <sighs> confusingly. Very. Um, but I digress. Guys, before we get into today's episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Also, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Greg. Chris. You know, we go to Disney a lot. We do, we do. Is there a program or something that Disney offers for people who go a lot? Yes, yeah, annual pass holders. Well, besides that, I meant more of yeah, like, no, like I, a... I'm, st- I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. What are you doing? Why are you talking like that? I'm just kidding, man. It's uh, DVC, Disney Vacation Disney Club. Disney Vacation Club, people. Well, that is what we are going to be talking about today. Yes. Just so happens here, I have a Disney Vacation Club... Not owner, but um, bipartisan owner. Yes, member-ish due to me being in a family that has a Disney vacation membership. That is correct. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about that. If you guys don't know, Disney Vacation Club was set up back in the 90s, essentially giving people an opportunity to essentially own a little bit of real estate um, they essentially own a very small portion of real estate. Right. It's a, it's like a timeshare. Yep, I was about to say that. And Disney set it up, and they allow people to go to a specific resort and stay there for however long certain things allocate, and we'll get into that. Yep. And bit. there are specific uh, places for you to stay if you're a part of the DVC or Disney Vacation Club called Villas. And the first ever one was an old Key West resort. Yep. And that was actually Disney's only intention of a Disney Vacation Club resort. That was like the first and only. But it blew up in popularity. Like, hey, we need to add more. So they created more and then they took already created resorts and they added on a Disney Vacation Club um, section section to it, which is awesome. I mean, now they built specific resorts that were just meant for DVC. Yeah, exactly. It's it's amazing to see how far it has grown from the initial um, idea to where it is now. It's pretty crazy, and has a lot of great perks. Yep, yep. So when Disney originally started this back in the '90s, 
they were selling um, pretty much membership. How it works is, well, I'll back up a little bit. So how it works with um, most timeshares is you spend money and you buy into like a week or weeks at a specific um, location or options of location. So if you buy into like the Marriott, the Hilton, things like that, you're buying into like the first two weeks of March or the first two weeks in July and you get that and you can get certain um, residents in any of the Marriott hotels in certain areas, but then there's blackout dates and there's a whole bunch of stuff. So you're only buying into like weeks or buying into levels of, not only weeks, but levels of um, um, accommodation, if you want to call it that. Now with Disney Vacation Club, it's a little bit different where instead of buying into weeks, you buy points and points you redeem for days. Now, it's not a one-to-one -one ratio. One point does not equal one day. It could be you pay, I don't know, let's say 30 points a day or 150 points a day. That's never that much, but like let's say 20 points a day and you can buy as many points as you want. Um, I don't know, I don't think Disney has a limit, I can't remember, but you can buy as many points as you want and you, re, you essentially book any time of the year you want and you use your point allotment for those, um, for those reservations and the points vary on the time of the year, like the busy times of the year during summer, slower times. They're valued more and valued you know, more. some might roll over and you can use them in the next we'll, we'll year. Get, we'll get into that, we'll get into that. Yeah. Simmer down, this I'm guy, sorry. this guy. But near and dear to my heart. Trying to, trying to set, the, so people understand the structure yeah. a little bit. Oh, so. Yeah, yeah. So there's that, but then you can, how the point system also works, it's not just based off of the time, the amount of points per day also is affected not by just the time, but once again, the accommodation. So if you get a one bedroom uh, suite that just is really meant to hold like two people, um, those tend to fill up really quick, Right. but they cost less points. As, to get, as opposed to getting like a four bedroom villa that's meant to hold 15 people. Obviously that's a lot more points. And depending on the resort, that's a lot more points. If you're doing an all bedroom, you know, Kidani village um, thing where it's like literally it's like a little hut. Creme de la creme. That's by all the animals. It's not like directly by all the animals at Animal Kingdom. Right. That's gonna cost a lot more points than if you're getting like a 12 bedroom villa at Old Key West. Or if you want to go to the extreme, the little bungalows outside of the Polynesian, those are like 1,200 points a night. It's insane. And I know that Disney's Wilderness also created um, cabins called yep. Copper Creek Cabins that are very similar mm -hmm. in the point structure to the bungalows at Poly. Yeah. And so what you do is you essentially go to Disney and you can buy... A certain amount of points before it was very small on the minimum now it's up to you have there's a hundred point minimum that you have yeah. to buy and, and when, isn't there certain um like re, like reselling limitations too well, yep we'll get to that in a okay second. see look at this see like greg <laughs> was able to join dvc like be a part of dvc through his parents yeah i've done a lot of research on you this have, because yeah. i've actually wanted to buy into dvc right. that's one of the things i want my family to yeah. get so he came to play but like one of the things too is like when disney first started you could buy points like one point so generally you buy one point per a certain dollar amount um so for instance like before at disney you could buy when you first started you could buy one point for fifty dollars right. 
which sounds like a lot of money, but that's insanely low because you Relatively could... Relatively speaking, what happens now? Yeah, because nowadays you can spend $200 a point, and you're like, whoa, $200 a point, what does that get you? Well, it's really hard to say because um, they change that, and it changes every single year, like I said, with time, kind of accommodation size and things like that. But if you get some people, if you're a family of you know just two people, you know, 150 points can get you a long way because you don't need it unless you want. But generally, just for you two, you don't need the 15, 12 person yeah. villa. You can get away with a studio um, place. So like 150 points can get you a long way. And that 150 points could potentially get you seven days, two weeks, depending on where you stay and all that stuff. So it really depends on your family and what you want to do and where you want to stay and what kind of accommodations you like to have. So when you buy a contract from Disney, what you get is essentially what's known as your home resort. And your home resort, you can book 11 months in advance and generally you're going to always get that. Now if you want to book something that's what's known as outside of your home resort, so let's say if I have a home resort at, let's just pick a one that everybody knows, the Grand Floridian. That's my home resort. Well I can use those points at other Disney locations as well. And there's Disney locations all throughout, you know, Magic Kingdom. There's some in California. There are some with um, out in Hawaii by um, Alani. In, at Alani. You have some at uh, Vero Beach in California as well. Hilton Head. Hilton Head. In the Carolinas. Yep. And then you also have. Now it's not really the best way to do this, but you can. They are work. They are they are associated with RCI travel, so you can use the points there and redeem them through RCI all over the world as well. Um, another thing you can do with those points, this is something I generally would not recommend at all because it's a very poor return on your points, is you can use them for Disney Cruise Line. Generally speaking, it's a very poor resort, very poor return, you'd be better off paying out of pocket. Um, but so when you buy into DVC, you want to look at kind of what your family generally does. Normally me and my family, we like to stay for a week. So 100 points and we're at four people in my family, that's not going to really work. Um, Unless we were specifically looking at staying, if we bought in at Old Key West, because those are generally yeah. cheaper. And cheaper, yep. you can get cheaper ones, like if you pick up your home resort to be out in Alani, well, because there's not a whole lot of people, you know, people that can go out there that often. But when you buy those contracts, you also have maintenance fees every year. Yep. Now, the maintenance fees aren't expensive. I mean, sometimes, like some areas, it can be like $500 a year, $1,000 a year, depending on where you are. If, you're in, if you buy into Alani, it's probably gonna be closer to a you know a thousand dollars or more because hello Hawaii you're surrounded by the ocean a lot more chance of risk yeah. um, but so when you buy into that contract you have the contract you have the points and how also the point system works great kind of like what you said is that when you do that you get let's say a hundred points and let's say for some reason you what you can do is what's called um, bank or borrow so if you know, like this year, let's say if I had 100 points this year, but I'm not going this year, I can save those for the next year, so for 2021. So that gives me 200 points for next year that I can use. And then let's say, well, I know I'm not going the following year because we wanted to go to Italy for some reason. Well, I have 100 points from the year ahead, so I can borrow from that year. So then on, in 2021, I could have 300 points potentially to use, which is a pretty good amount. Yeah. Now you can only bank and or borrow 
one year apart. So 2020 points cannot be used for 2025. And 2022, I can't pull back for like 2020. So that's kind of how that works. Now, when you get this, you get a contract for all these points. Now you can resale or re uh, sell them, which is kind of nice because you can sell your contract to people and you can get money back. You generally won't get as much money back, but you can recover some of your money from that. Sure. Or what you can do, what some people do, is they rent out their points. So if they know they're not going to be there that year, they know that they don't really want to borrow that many points for next year because they know they're not going to use that much. Sure. It's like, well, other people want to use it. I'll rent out some points and I'll get you know $1,500 back in my pocket, $2,000 back in my pocket for that year. Sure. So you can do that. There is the option where you can also actually, instead of buying a contract through Disney, you can buy it through the resale market. Yeah. Now, the downside with Disney has put kind of... It's tricky, yeah. Disney has put a little bit of a stranglehold on resale contracts now, where if you buy resale, so I uh, forgot to mention that if you buy through Disney, you get perks through Disney. You get, you know, exclusive um, uh, locations where you can go for DVC only members for relaxation. You right. can get to the top of the world um, tower. You yeah, can it's like twenty percent off select merchandise. Yes, yeah, like merchandise, food, um, like special events, all yep. these things. If you buy resale, you don't get any of that. Yeah. And then also, what Disney has now implemented is that if you buy resale, you only get to use your points at existing DVC locations. So, um, like the two new ones that just came out, Copper Creek and uh, Riviera, Riviera, you cannot use those because they implemented that before, before those two were built. Yeah. So any new DVC buildings that Disney opens, you cannot use a resale contract on. So which is kind of a bummer. So if you ever want to use, get if they come out with an amazing, epic new um, Disney Vacation Club resort, building. you might be left out yeah. to hang there with your resold points. So. Which and so that's where the question comes in for your family: yeah. Would you want? It's like okay, well, I'm going to save myself twenty thousand dollars, or ten thousand, or eight thousand, whatever your budget is, by not buying through, direct through Disney. Sure. And that depends on the personality type. So like, sorry, I've been talking a lot about this stuff. No, it, it, it's good. I think you're painting a really good picture for them. So now let's get you back into the conversation sure, here. Okay. I just wanted to set this up. There's a lot yeah. more questions, obviously. If you don't go on YouTube, there's a ton of stuff on it. Um, like I put into a request for DVC um, information to Disney. They sent me a whole packet and like a CD and a bunch of stuff. And like they, if you send something, if you email Disney, uh, like specifically DVC, they'll send you a whole bunch of information. Um, with it, and what I like is what everybody has said. The DVC DVC salespeople, they are not pushy. They're like, yeah. here's what it is, here's what it looks like, and generally they're like, don't make a decision today. Go back, talk it over with your spouse, and then come back to us. Like that's how guaranteed. Yeah, like even when my dad was looking to buy more points. When did your dad buy? So let's kind of know, bring so, you into this yeah, conversation. He, I want to. I just say, like took over this whole show. No, it, no, it's good. It's good that you painted uh, a picture because I. I'm definitely more of an indirect recipient of it. I didn't do the research to get it, so it's good because you know a lot more than me, actually, ironically. But I want to say my dad bought in around 2008. Okay. So a little over a decade ago. I, I know, so the reason why we heard of it was it was in the early 2000s. We were initially um, supposed to be booked at the wilderness for one of our, our trips and okay. just through some faulty 
I don't know, computer error, it didn't show up. And Disney mm. said, oh, hey, you know, this villa in, in Beach Club is open. Okay. And we're like, what, what's Beach Club and what's what's a villa? Like, we're, we're, we're used to just, like, studio apartments, you mm. know, like like the regular like Disney folk. And they're like, oh, you know, it's a part of the, of, of the, of the Disney Vacation Club. We're really sorry that we inconvenience, inconvenience you, so we're going to give you, like, this villa and no extra charge. And so we lived it up. Like, it was amazing. We saw... You guys, his eyes just like... It was great. Like, even as a kid at age seven, from what I remembered going to Disney before and then after we viewed the villas, just like the the place where you stay alone is well worth Disney Vacation Club, Mm -hmm. especially if you have a bigger family. Because for me, I have, uh, of course, two parents and then four younger brothers. So we definitely could use, to the best of our like extent, like a two-bedroom villa. Mm Mm-hmm. It was amazing, and that's when my dad started, you know, googling and researching Disney Vacation Club. And um, over like the next couple of years, as we went, uh, the more and more he wanted to continue to have that experience. Mm-hmm. And so he finally bought in in 2008, and our home resort is Disney Beach Club. So great option. Yeah, love, love, love that resort. That is my favorite resort. If you had to choose a different one. Uh, I would choose Bay Lake. Bay Lake I Tower, really man. really love Bay Lake. Dude, five-minute walk into the Magic Kingdom. See, that's the thing. That's, like, the biggest selling point because, like, it's a bear to get into Magic Kingdom if you drive on your own car. Like, you have to park in this huge parking lot that's, like, more than a mile away across I mean, it, the seven You can fit Disneyland Kingdom. into the parking yeah, lot of Magic I know. Kingdom. So, that's always rough. And Bay Lake is so nice. Like, it, it's ultra-modern. It's sleek. It's hip. You have... Um, a skywalk to the contemporary, so mm-hmm. you get to, you know, um, get yourself some breakfast in the morning. Chef Mickey's, of yeah. course. And then, yeah, like you said, five minute walk to Magic Kingdom. So I would say Bay Lake would be my home resort if Beach Club wasn't available or if it was non existent. Yeah. Closely followed by Animal Kingdom. Lodge. I, would, I, know, I, I know, really I know, love I know. that. I know, I know. Yeah. Well, so one of the <clears throat> things to think about is with also Disney Vacation Club. It is not a regular hotel room. No. So now what I mean by that is uh, maintenance service comes in every single day. New towels, all that stuff. Disney Vacation Club is not like that. I think it's like every third day. Yeah, it's every, every third day. And when you just take a look at the layout, like when you compare the rooms, you know, just like a regular studio apartment, you know, you have two beds, maybe a mini fridge, you have one bathroom, um, and then like a little sink with like a coffee maker. With the villas, it's basically like your own little penthouse. It's like your own home. Yeah, you have a kitchenette, you have um, laundry, mm-hmm. you have a, a washer and a dryer, you have a, um, a, a dishwasher, you have an oven, you have a stove, and then you have like a common area. And then with my family being as big as it is, we have a, like a two bedroom. So um, you just have a ton of space, at least two bathrooms with like your own whirlpool and shower it's yeah. great so it's very spacious very luxurious again you're sort of getting what you pay for and that's just the amenities alone but, but going back to your point yeah like like the turn down service the maid service it isn't every day which i do like mm. um and they're always very 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 kind um if they do happen to you know come around when, when we are um one of the things yeah. that has been kind of on the on the dvc eh, of people who own DVC is that, so Disney upkeeps their hotel rooms. Yeah. Like I think it's like every seven to 10 years, they refurbish them. Sure, yeah. 
with Disney Vacation Club, it's not as much. Now, they are getting better. Like, the Beach Club, I think, just went through yeah, it was, work. it was like two years ago. Like I remember, they they gave out like new carpeting and and like they sort new, of updated new it furniture. Too. And so it is a little bit colder, in my opinion. Like I really did like the warmth of their previous theming. Mm -hmm. So even though they updated it, it looks really nice. It just it has a different feel to it. I'd still go there, still love it, but well, again, change. This is yeah, and so this is something I totally forgot to mention. A couple things. So we'll kind of talk about this too. When you buy into DVC, you're not buying into um, value resort or moderate DVC right. is deluxe resort buildings yep that is what you're buying into so when you're buying into it that's why it's expensive you're not buying uh, value or deluxe style you're buying into the Grand Floridians the Beach Clubs Animal Kingdom uh, Wilderness Bungalows, like all those Creek. things yep you're get, you're putting yourself into the Four deluxe months. category yeah. of accommodations other thing to kind of know, and then here's the one another question that people always ask is, and because I think this is going to be a great question that it's going to be very personal sure. for people, which is, who should buy DVC or who should not buy DVC? So yeah. the word around the bubbler, water fountain, whatever people the castle, want, if you want to wherever you, Disney fi it, yeah, Disney fi <laughs> it. The the thing is. Most people's response who own DVC, sell DVC, um, big Disney fans who know anything about it, the general response is unless you go once at at least once every three years, it's not worth it to you. Yeah. Because once, it, depending on what you're doing, you're spending minimum fifteen thousand dollars on this minimum to buy in. So you're looking at fifteen thousand dollars. Yep. And and that's just for like the accommodations of like. Staying. Staying. This is not, not the park. Tickets. This is not like, to get into the parks or the food. So or you anything. have to factor that in as well, and that's why I sort of jokingly brought up like annual pass holders because when you can like tack that on, yeah. it helps you, especially if you go multiple times a year. But anyway, yes, yeah, back so to your point. When you look at it's it, you, just where you're staying. Yeah, you're just accommodating yourself to where you stay. So like it's one of those things where if like looking at it, it's like well, if you're the kind of people that go once every other year, every once every three years. Depending on what you generally do or where you stay, you might be better off buying into DVC because if you're going to spend four or five, let's let's just say two thousand dollars to do a value resort. Well, if you spend two thousand dollars to do a value resort and you do that every other year, well, let's say if you do that for thirty years, that's fifteen times two thousand. What is that? That's twenty. So that's thirty thousand dollars. So $30,000, you could have spent $30,000 at a value resort, or you spend the $30,000 up front, and then you have DVC and you're staying in a deluxe. So that's where the, the draw is. It's like, well, if you know you're the type of family, and every single DVC person says this and knows this, every single person who's a person knows this. Life happens, we get it. That's why you can sell your contracts and all this stuff. Because I want to see my parents have their contract until 2063. Yeah. So generally, and there's that's a whole subcategory of things that I, might be a little bit too detailed for this conversation. But so if you're the kind of person or family that know that you would go every other year, every year, maybe one met at the very minimum once every three years, very bare minimum. Even then, that's stretching it. Yeah. Like then DVC would be worth it. Where for me and my wife, it's like we go. 
every other year minimum. I would like to go every single year and things like that. Well, if we own DVC, I would make going once a year much more of a feasible option. Because if we go once every year, we don't have to go to the parks every single day. If we go sure. down there for like five days, we can go to the park once or twice, and then we can do downtown Disney, we can stay there, we can do park hopping. There's a bunch of other stuff around Florida in the Orlando yeah. area that you can do. So like, it limits, yeah, it doesn't limit you. You can you can broaden your horizon yeah. with that, yeah. And so that's where it's like, part of the thing is you gotta figure that out for your family. Where's that, where that line? And it's kind of crunching those numbers and really figuring out. Right. Am I going to be spending, if I keep going the route I'm going, at the value or the moderates? And this is where it kind of, I think to, I think this is where it really kind of comes in. If you're, depending on which resort on the value and which, once you start getting into moderate, if you go to moderate every other year or like if you're doing Art of Animation or Pop Century every other year and you plan on doing that for a long time, for the, like until you're probably in your 50s, 60s, you're going to spend easily just on the resort, fifteen to thirty thousand dollars or more over the course of your life. Yeah. So you might as well get DVC, and then you can stay at a deluxe resort. And that's one of the nice things about deluxe resorts. If you get the deluxe resort, you generally are closer to the, all the parks. Right. You're generally on a better chance of getting good transportation with buses or with um, the monorail. It's yeah. just. I mean, the Skyliner definitely helps mm -hmm. those those value ones. Like I know Art of Animation is connected to it. Same with Pop Century. Um, but yeah, like you said, it just it opens up your your, your eyes to like new possibilities, easier access, things like that. Mm -hmm. So could be worth a look. Now I will say this: a um, couple of things too. If you buy, um, so the difference between DVC and Resale, because this is where another struggle is. Should I buy DVC direct from Disney or sure. should I buy resale? Yeah. The struggle is looking at it. Do not, and, just, and this is just a warning for everybody, do not buy DVC for the perks. The perks can change every single year. Right. When you sign that contract, you are not signing to make sure. It's like if Disney says, oh, we're going to make sure that five times a year there's a, a special event night for DVC owners. That's not... A contract that's not a contractual thing they're signing you're signing for the physical space to stay if Disney wants to pull back on that they can if Disney wants to, like you can get discounts on annual passes if Disney wants to take that away they have the right to so that's one of the things that if you're buying DVC do not buy a DVC for being able to go to the DVC members only area lounges do not buy DVC because you're going to get 20% off on food or 20% off on merchandise because they could always scale that back to 10% if they want. They could. So if you're buying DVC, don't try to do it for the perks. You're buying DVC for the accommodation. So now, the other question comes in. If we take that out, we got to look at, well, what is the location for you, right? Because... For me and my family, we like being able to go back and relax and have a nice place to relax and chill yeah. and stay. Yeah. But when we go, we generally like to go and do things. Like we'll go down to, you know, I know it's it's not called this anymore, but I always call it downtown Disney. But Disney Springs. Downtown Disney. Um, we would like to do I mean, park hopping. Like if 
doing park hopping, there's a lot of fun stuff. Like the wilderness has its own Mickey Mouse like oh, scavenger. Resort, hop resort, res hopping. resort hopping. Yeah, resort hopping. Resort hopping. I mean, there's tons of different resorts to go and look at and spend right. a day at. There's restaurants all over the resorts that you don't even need to go into the park. And like honestly, sometimes those resort restaurants are a lot Amazing. better than than like the quick service or just any restaurant you can get in the park. So, so I mean, keep like that in mind. There's stuff to do outside of there. Right. And but then yes, me and my family would go into the parks, but. No, I wouldn't say we're like literally like the whole, the place where we stay is just to lay our head down. I mean, we might want to do more relaxing and being able to take it easy for a bit, but definitely like we're not buying DVC because we just want to spend four days there and maybe one day in the park. Yeah. No, that's different. If for you, you know that like I'm literally only going to Disney and I'm buying the Disney... Um, I'm, go, I'm getting a Disney Resort because I get, uh, I can get transportation or things like that, or it's literally just a place to put my head down, and I will never really like. I'll be there when I go to bed. I'll be there for half an hour when I wake up and get dressed, and then I'm gone. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's gonna be something for you. I like. Yeah. I don't really see it maybe as being a potential great purchase at that point. Right. Yeah. It's all about your Disney lifestyle and how you want to do that. Yeah. But, you, but you're very different. Your family's very different where yeah. the DVC makes sense because you guys actually like going back for a couple hours a day exactly. and resting. Yeah, like we rest, we, we swim in the pool, we have some good food, and it's super nice because especially with how we set up our vacation, we typically go to Epcot every night. And yeah. with Beach Club being in walking distance to International Gateway of Epcot, it's like, well, it's, it, it's a no-brainer, you know? Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, if you have the Beach Club... Beach Club has the best pool in the whole... Disney World, Disney. like bar none. Yeah, but then like I, I mean, even if you think about that, like think about <laughs> where the beach club is. That's the boardwalk area. So you have a bunch of fun stuff to do at the boardwalk. Yeah, area. and the older I get, I'm like, wow, the boardwalk is really, really cool. They have like a cool dance hall. They have dueling pianos. They have the flying fish restaurant. They have the ESPN area. Like yeah, they have a ton of art stuff. gallery. It's great, and they have my favorite pizza place. It's just like a pizza window on Boardwalk. Make mm. great personal pizza. So I know it's like you can explore, and just walk around. It's it's a very luxurious, spacious area, and that's actually where I run in the morning before I uh, start my day. Sometimes, nice. yeah. I, they have like this cool like little uh, Crescent Lake, I want to say, and then yeah, like the Boardwalk to Beach Club and back. I think one circuit is like around a mile. So it's, it's yeah. perfect, it's perfect. So that's where, like, I mean, this is gonna be part of like what your family does, what your guys are yep. interested in. I mean, DVC is not gonna be a one size fits all. True. For sure. Um, so this is pretty much gonna wrap up our episode. This was just like a small introduction yeah. of what is DVC, a little bit of how it works. I mean, if you guys, I mean, well, I'm sure we might end up doing some more discussion on DVC yeah, uh, down the road. I mean, I think there's a lot of fun stuff there. Um, Make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. But tell us what you guys think about DVC. Yeah, let us know if you're a member, if you're thinking about it. We'd love to hear it. Message us. We'd be more than willing to try to help you out where we can. Yep. And don't forget, this is your only place to get your Disney fix. Peace.